Welcome to Finding Monster Rights, a podcast about monsters. I'm Adam. And my name was stolen by a witch. And today's monster is zombies. A singular monster is multiple zombies. That is correct. You heard right. We we are breaking new ground in this, our inaugural pilot episode. Uh, yes, uh, breaking new ground and crawling out of it. Ooh, Yes. Nibbling at ankles and, and reaching for legs. Do zombies nibble at ankles? I, I if they're clo- I guess if they can't reach a higher part. I guess. Well, like, so the, I guess uh, the meaty part is like. I think they would suck on the toes first. Because like, uh, oh, if you're looking at a foot, like, what's the part that's got the most non-bone parts in it? It's got to be the toes, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna kink shame them, but. Uh, it's a it's a good move. Solid well, it's move. not it's not kinky. They're biting toes off. I don't know if that's kinky. It, it's a little it's a little kinky. This is an awful awful <laughs> awful start, and I'm sorry I've done it. Uh, so uh, there's many types of zombies out there, uh, in 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 various incarnations across different movies and film and stuff. Typically, I mean your average, your most watered down, boiled down zombie. What were the three uh, words that you would describe a zombie with? Three words that best describe zombies are people, but worse. Pretty much. That's why I'm not afraid of zombies. <laughs> no, you're because uh, you're afraid of regular people. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm a regular person in a sense. So I am better than any zombie. I will 1v1 any zombie or any ghost. That is my rule for this monstery show. So, uh, I, I think I, I could see that, uh, honestly, that a a zombie is a, a person, but, like, in small, like, with less capacity for knowledge. Yeah. The scary thing's not, and also less capacity for skin. And, uh, like, uh, muscle function speed. Except sometimes when it's not. Yes. And the uh, 28... 28 <laughs> i i was supposed to say weeks and days but instead i just said the first part of it twice the 28 28 later zombies yes the catch you later zombies run, run super duper fast uh, why but, on earth does 28 28 later sound like a k-pop band to me <laughs> i don't listen to k-pop i don't know if that's true but it just feels right uh i think it's time for a good old-fashioned spook off I think that's the only way to get this sorted, yeah. Now that K-pop has been evoked. That's the rule. <laughs> Inaugural episode. The only rules are the ones we make up. I think there's going to be a new rule every episode. Uh, that's a new rule. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. Uh, we, I, we can I, swear, right? We're, we settled on yes to swearing? Yes. Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, so... The way this works is that we've both written a little uh, spooky, ooky paragraph here uh, to see who can uh, get zombies across in the most eerie way. Yes, this is about whose intro is spookier, not necessarily better. Yes. Uh, do you, Would you like to do the honors? No. Would you? Yes. All right. That settles it. All right. So, uh, well, 
I, I assume as we go along, we'll get more, we'll get better at this. Uh, and I'm still, you know, this is spooky, but it's also kind of snickety and a little Rod Sterling-y, but you know. Okay, it's spooky and snickety and Sterling-y. Uh, those are the three words that describe this. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so I'll begin. The visage of death, a cadaver, a corpse, or when found on the side of a road, a carcass, is an uncomfortable reminder of how delicate life can be. So uncomfortable, we bury these remains, as we have for thousands of years, hoping six feet of earth and stones keeps their decay from tainting our paradise. Sometimes, that's not enough. The dead come back to life, and hunger for a bite of the life that they're missing. And they're ravenous. That is my that's my entry to this this book off. That is uh I've got chills, I've got thrills, I've even got some uh wills that are invalid now that I'm a zombie. In that case, I will rank that as a uh thrills uh of the Michael Jackson variety. Ooh, okay. That's it's a good reference. All right, uh, your turn, and uh, go slow so I can come up with a, a better ref- uh, a, a reference equally good to that. It, okay. All right. What madness lies in the heart of man? What madness lies in his bones? What madness lies deep, deep down when man is reduced to an animal, less than an animal? Only the base most functions remain. When maintenance of the body can no longer happen, a creature is considered undead. And when that happens, there is no hope for revival. There is no hope for anything but the annihilation of the soul on a level that is so deeply profound that one has to confront the reality that there is no higher reality all we are is meat all we are is meat all we are is meat <laughs> zombies oh man okay. <laughs> so I, I like how you like looped it back to our tentative title here zombies I, it's what's for dinner zombies it's what's for dinner that's actually an idea that i'm gonna have uh that I've had cooking for a while. I just keep doing it. I just keep doing it. Yeah, no, uh, that that, uh, that intro cooks. That, that, that's a that's okay. a that's a hot that's a hot item. Is that it, my ranking? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not chilly, but it's it's like a almost almost spicy. Well, that's exactly the opposite of what I wanted. Then you want if if you wanted to give you chills and thrills, and it's cooking, then that's not to be chilly. honest. Uh, it was very backloaded for me once you kept saying meats. My my, I, you activated like a like a a hunger inside me. Hey, that's extremely good. Then I yeah. I I can turn people into zombies with my word. It was a good like connotation. Like we're on the same page, me and the zombies. So yes, our uh, our our focal point here, zombies and food. Yeah, Adam just well. Okay, this title was your idea. You posted in the Facebook chat, uh, you said, zombies, it's what's for dinner, and did not elaborate. And I'd like to know, 
how exactly you came to this idea. Not necessarily what it means, but just how you thought of it. Uh, so so there, there's something, like I said, uh, there's connotation between those two things. Uh, of course, classic meat, it's what's for dinner, and zombies. They eat brains, they eat, you know, human flesh, they crave. Uh, if if there's a single uh, human emotion left in them, it is that hunger, that uh, ravenousness uh, I mentioned in my intro. Uh, so I, I thought it, from like two different perspectives, it could be like, uh, I, I don't know, it, it's maybe it's like, you know, what would go better? Like if I was a zombie, not... If, if if you were a picky zombie, if I was a zombie, who would be me? <laughs> yeah, if you, if you, if you were a, if you had a, a t- become the unliving dead, and I I think it's they all have like a singular uh, obsession with things with with food items and it, 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 and such. Why are it, they so a, obsessed with meat? I don't right. know. Stupid, stupid joke. Never mind. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm rambling here. I'm not really sure where to take this. Oh, well, allow me to take us away to uh, to a segment that I recorded earlier this fine morning. It is seven. It is eight o'clock at night right now. And I recorded this at 1 p.m. So I don't know where I was coming uh, coming from there. Words. Words are hard. Uh, so you know I'm a sucker for post-apocalyptic stuff. Yes. That's my big thing. Not my biggest thing. Since we're doing zombies in this, in our premiere episode, I figured, hey, I'm in an apocalypse right now. Yep. Why don't I leave my zombie-free safe zone and uh, just get a taste of that sweetest of freedoms, the kind that can only be found in the blighted, fallow hellscape of the aftermen. Alright, so I just uh, pulled into uh, the Wise Market place, whatever it's called, and uh, we're gonna shop during the coronavirus pandemic, and this is what I'm counting as research for a zombie episode. So, here we go. Social distancing was nice and familiar, but I wanted something. Norbrand instant rice. The kind that comes in all kinds of flavors and that any complete loser can prepare sufficiently. I would know. Nora's my favorite brand in the before times. I wanted freedom, but in a more concrete sense, I wanted that rice. Unfortunately for my cool crossing the threshold moment, I had left my sunglasses in the car with all my Carly Rae Jepsen CDs. Alright, if I had sunglasses on right now, I would say, I'm in. I encountered many slings and arrows in my rice quest. The siren of compromising the mission sang ever on, illuminated by the fluorescent lights of apathy and perfidy. Alright, I found some Noor, but it's all the noodles. I don't want the noodle version of Noor. I want the rice Noor. That might not be in the same place. Or maybe all hope is lost. I thought I had reached my lowest point, but just as soon as I found my sacred boon, the reality of this unfamiliar afterworld took me into its arms again and shook me from my LA hallucinations. All available managers and available associates to receiving for a huddle. Thank you. Okay, I've just found the Noor rice, and also, uh, I guess they're zombies now, so I've got to act quickly. Even under the threat of zombification, I performed an act of mercy. 
Maybe altruism doesn't come from the laws we follow or the gods we worship, but from within the human heart itself. I got slightly less than I wanted, but I left one thing of teriyaki rice on the shelf, uh, even though I desperately wanted it, because I figured, you know what? Someone else should take it. My secular humanism thus completely validated. I was ready to cross the return thresholds. I attempted to barter, offering lamb fat and the fruits of the soil in exchange for my prize, but my economic pleas fell on deaf ears. $1. Despite that, I was ready to get back to safety, with a little more in tow than I had bargained for. Uh, where did I park? Oh gosh. The zombie virus was already eating my brain and I can't remember where I parked. There I parked. I parked right there. Okay, we're good. And you know what? I think I learned something. Because in my uh, quest to socially distance myself, I made the realest friend of all. Responsibility. And that's uh, what zombies are really a metaphor for. All right, later babes. The end? And that's my remote segment. All right. Uh, it's, uh, it's a dangerous world out there. My modular remote segment that can be taken out if it ends up being bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so on the topic of zombies and food, I would like to play a little game with you. All right. Uh, a little game uh, we know as Monster Rehab. They tried to make me go to Monster Rehab, and I said, no, I'd rather just keep quoting songs over and over like it's the only kind of joke i can make let's do monster rehab uh so uh, the way this works is that we take uh, our creature of the day uh our zombies and, and try to sort them into normal society besides the unrelenting masses at uh, found at the uh, uh panic driven grocery stores uh where do you think a zombie would be best suited in the everyday world um, okay, this is my thing. Mm hmm Farm. Zombie farm. Oh, uh, they're not they're not the farmers. They're the uh the cattle. They're both. Oh, okay. Some huh. of the zombies are cattle, some of the zombies are uh cowboys. Or whatever you call the person that takes care of cows. Cow I assume cowboys. Cowboy works. Uh, I'm fine referring to them as cowboys for the rest of my days. Cowpokes. Cowpokes. Uh, Let's be inclusive. There can well, zombies don't really have a gender identity, do they? I I, I believe they're beyond that. They've transcended yeah. to. In many ways, more advanced than we are. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's weird how you boil things down like to their bare essence. And things become easier. All we are is meat. So, speaking of all we are is meat, this is the, my point for Zombie Farm. Ethical meat. So, meat that you don't have to feel guilty about? Meat that you don't have to feel guilty about. It was a zombie. Who's gonna... It's not like a cow or something that is smart and can, like, paint with... You put a paintbrush in its mouth or something, like all animals can do, I guess. Do you think a zombie would taste good? Um, depends on how old it is. 
Uh, I think some of the cowpoke zombies are going to be like taking care of successive generations of zombies until they turn into skeletons themselves, and then they are cowpoke skeletons. And uh, at that point, there's no meat left on them, obviously. But uh, I think like what happens is you take the fresh zombies mm-hmm. and you just uh, like you know destroy them in whatever way is appropriate, and then you just take off the meat and put the meat in some cellophane and uh, take it to Redner's or Wise or Food Lion or any other grocery establishment. So I like how eco-friendly a zombie farm might be because it's like, you're going to die anyway. Yeah. If you get someone that's about to die and you just turn them into a zombie, then it's like, hey, you can go off to the zombie farm. Here's the other thing. Gross. I don't want to eat dead meat. Hey, buddy, guess what you're eating all the time? Dead meat. Ah, that's true. Uh, I I didn't even consider that. That hey, we're just you know, unless you're not unless you're like going out to farms and just like lounging lazily on the branch of an acacia tree like a leopard and just leaping down on cattle. All you're eating is dead meat. So it's not cannibalism. No, no, because they're zombies. They're not people. I mean, they can't vote. So. <laughs> you- uh, I, you had, you lost me for a sec, but you're right. They can't, no. If you're not a people until you can vote. You're not a people until you can vote. It's okay to eat kids. That's uh, what the witch told me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, okay. I, 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 I think that, uh, just in the, in the food realm, an idea for a character came to mind talking about. Uh, zombies in the real uh, in like society and i i'd really like to see like a, a zombie like chef i mean hey yeah no this i think this can fit in it, yeah, it might be a logical pro- progression after the uh the farmer but like like a, a zombie that uh like cares about the food that's being prepared because most zombies are kind of like mm. uh, i put them at the other end of the spectrum where they're just like you know oh, they'll shove whatever uh you know they find <laughs> Like a naughty child or eccentric dog, you know, you never see zombies eating zombies, which is a which they totally should. Yeah, like what's the difference? They don't know. Yeah, unless it's a a, a mythology, a, a time, a story type where it's like, oh man, it's got to be living flesh. Yeah, but like, unless it's. Uh... That's always a thing in like your sci-fi zombies, where uh, where like oh you know, they have the disease, and so they only attack people that don't have the disease. How does the disease know that? How does the disease interface with all of your like higher functions, which the disease itself explicitly gets rid of? Yeah, unless it's some kind of a a super organism of sorts, which yeah, is a, yeah, like an alien I, thing. It's which is probably my least favorite. Uh, like movie villain trope Mm. when it's oh we're fighting all the aliens and you just gotta take out the one and then they're all done like my question it'd be way there it's way more uh threatening and spooky and or unsettling if it's more like uh say ultron in avengers 2 where it's like oh no they can all be ultron you gotta hunt each one of them down Mm. didn't they also do that with ultron though there is like it, one Ultron that is just Ultron. Yeah, I, I think the the movie ends with uh, but Vision finding like the last Ultron bot. 
Well, no, not, not even. I'm pretty sure that they blow up the main Ultron bot and then all the others. No, that can't happen, can it? Nope. No, no. Never mind. I was wrong about Avengers 2. It's that's a that's a fair Avengers to be. I, I, but the what do you call it? the the enemies of the of the first Avengers are the opposite. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you just you flip you flip the switch. You you change a nuke around. You uh you do some finishing move, and then they're all out for the count. Mm. All right. So walking back a step, uh, very slowly, sh- or or like a, like you know, <laughs> really fast twenty eight twenty eight later zombie step. Okay. So, how does the zombie chef know how to do its job? <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, that's not that's not zombie specific. I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting at work and be like, "How how was I supposed to know this?" You know what? Okay, fantastic points. I've been there also. Yeah, that's that's extremely true. Or, I wasn't even thinking about that part. Or very swiftly, you're you're shoved to a spot, and you're like, "How did I get here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, leads me no. to another conclusion that I draw that I've drawn. Uh, quite alarmingly, what if zombies place in society is just replacing the entire workforce? So, like, better than robots? It's better than robots because they're wet. It's better than robots because they can go to work in the rain. Oh, okay, right. Yes, that's. <laughs> I I knew that's what you meant. Yes, of course. What else could I have possibly meant by that? I don't know, actually. But all right. So so limping back li- one more time. I just want to say, uh, there's something to be said about muscle memory. That's pretty mm. much all that's powering a zombie afterwards. And uh, yeah, so. Uh, your body, an athlete's body, already knows how to, you know, the reflexes when it comes to uh, punching, leaping, uh, sprinting, no matter what. Uh, they they train themselves that way. I think at, after death, even so, those muscles, memories could still be there. So, yeah, uh, a workforce employee who dies and becomes a zombie might still have those same reflexes. Hmm. <clears throat> To, to, you know, at the register, moving the arm across its beep, grabbing the next thing, Can <laughs> moving you it across. A, can you retrain a zombie? Because my supposition is yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, like, so, I want, like, spoiled rich people that never work today in their life, which will be, you know, everyone, after <laughs> my zombie workers union takes off. Uh, I want them to be able to be retrained. Because uh, you can feed them, uh, they can be trained. I think that's my 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 logic <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> it's like, or like, what's a what's like a clicker? Like, just train them to like scan groceries or whatever. Yeah, you can reward uh, a zombie with something that it wants slash needs. More Therefore, you can train it. Zombie. That's what you reward them with. More zombies. Uh, More so, zombie yeah, meat. I I I think that we can truly have a very tight ecosystem here. My um, larger concern with this is: did we just create a soft zombie apocalypse? How's that? Like not one where they eat all of us, but one where like they take over. 
Because they're because at they're, this point, what's the point of people? Huh. I guess. Hmm. So people start as zombies. No, uh, the zombies. No, start as people. No, you. Yes. Okay, so we're just the face huggers of the zombie life cycle. Yeah, yeah, we 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 jumpstart things, but yeah, no, you're right. Uh, which is which is perfect if like we had like a city, or like a colony of some kind, and we're just like you know. Oh, uh, you know, uh, put the yeah, put the products on this assembly line, and the truck will come in the morning, and we just get zombies to just kind of do it. it. It's not amoral. What if the zombies learn that people make zombies, and then the zombies create their own industry of turning people into zombies? Like they just, uh, yep, that's the rabbit hole. Well, then it just becomes like a situation where. We become the larval stage of the zombie. Like, it's just a question of considering where the life cycle begins and ends. And then, like, a really super old person would only be middle-aged. I think that we need to build some kind of a kill switch into this uh, zombie uh, society. So, uh, I'm going to go back on what I said ten minutes ago. And there should be a button that if you press it, all the zombies go away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes. That's it's a, it's, why a, it's always in been. retrospect it's a it's a pretty good idea. Yep. For, for this exact occasion. Wow, I didn't know this would uh, happen so quickly, but it did. Yeah. Uh I could very well see uh this being a bad scenario for anyone that is not a zombie. Which is everyone. <laughs> yes. Because zombies aren't ones. Zombies are a finite resource. That that's what's fortunate, right? Yeah. yeah. They can't reproduce. Well, they can reproduce. They can bite people and make zombies. Uh correct, but if you run out of people, you run out of zombies. Bite animals. <laughs> okay, now we're yeah, that's uh that we're in a whole new ball game. Uh, yep, uh, reset the scoreboard, uh, because we've got uh, bases loaded, uh, with zombie animals. Can zombie animals vote? I was gonna ask if they can be a thing, but I think that's a better question. Uh, zombies can't vote, animals can't vote. I, I don't think this is like a two wrongs make a right. Two wrongs make a right. No, I think zombie (laughs) animals can vote. Two wrongs don't make a right. That's the thing. They they don't. That's two wrongs always make a right. That's how it works. All right. Uh, Just like how two rights don't make a left. Don't believe me? Go uh, right and then go right. Now you're just going kind of sideways. That's not left. So let's rewind the clock here for a sec. I want to talk a little bit about uh, zombie origin stories. There's a lot of uh, necromancy because... going on in this episode. Because, like, we're just bringing back things that we were talking about ten minutes ago that were more productive. I I guess what what I'm saying is that uh, Patient Zero, your original zombie, like, what what are different uh, types and occasions and occurrences of that? Because, uh, first of all, they're all fictitious. (laughs) I I don't want to... When people prep for a zombie apocalypse, I'm like, you know, this isn't really a thing, you know? It's like prepping for dragons. Yeah, no, that's not, that's uh, the thing. 
yeah, I think I, people I, prepping but, for zombie apocalypse, I think that kind of fell out of favor sometime in the early 2010s. I certainly hope so. Like, everybody just got so goddamn tired of it, which is the perfect time for zombies to come. <laughs> Everyone's just so done with them. Yeah, everyone's just so... <laughs> what if there was a war and no one came? What if there was a zombie apocalypse and no one gave a shit? <laughs> yeah, we just we just make them part of our workforce. Uh, feed them themselves. And uh, everything solves itself. Adam, in 2011, what was your zombie attack plan? Oh, man. Uh, I think I read a... Uh, so I played like a Flash game uh, sometime around then. I, I remember it today, so I definitely remembered it back then. And it involves it, it like go, went over like how prepared are you, and it gives you options and stuff like that, which weren't in retrospect the options were very terrible. Like it was like uh, which vehicle would you choose? And there's four: uh, car, uh, motorcycle, bicycle, and like that one was like horse, bicycle. Uh, I think bicycle is like. In retrospect, I think that's the correct answer, but I think they said horse. I don't know horse why they're... Horse might get zombied. Horse <laughs> yeah, needs it... grass. Horse can die. Bicycle can't die. Bicycle lives forever. Yeah, I guess uh, a, a horse has a renewable amount of it to it. It sleeps when you sleep. It can run super fast. And all you need is grass. I think that people I like, like that's just like an... horses. Yeah, that's an underestimation of how... Like, if that were all that it was, I could take care of a horse right now, and I can't take care of a horse right now. Yeah. At, at the time, I think I said motorcycle, but they're like, no, wait, gas tank too small. No, gas won't work after a while. Yeah. Gas, gas, gas goes away. Grass goes away. Bicycle is forever. Bicycle never fucking says die. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna point to the rust. I'm just gonna say... Uh, rust can th- be dealt with horse broken leg <laughs> dead rust can be cleaned y- y- if, you're right if uh, too uh, rusty find new bicycle pretty easy compared to horse i i like that you're that this uh caveman persona has is in favor of bike over horse caveman no trust gigantic dog caveman think gigantic dog move from grass to caveman it, caveman a- no trust big dog caveman like bicycle all right anyway my zombie plan in 2011 was definitely uh my parents have this lawn aerator in the mm-hmm. shed and it's just like this big thing with a long handle and then like a little like some little like just shurikens just on the end it's supposed to poke holes in the lawn for some reason and uh, i thought that would be very satisfying to just whack some zombies in the face with Mm. I don't disagree. Um, Whack a zombo. It's all the fun of stabbing a zombie, but none of the none of the guilt. I think my current plan would just be uh, uh I take, go go to the mountains, Appalachian Mountains. You know, yeah. Uh, head up away from things. You know, it's one of those. Uh, I've got a book on my shelf that's like how to build a log cabin. I give that a shot. I got a book on my shelf about uh, how to find edible plants. Oh, hey. Uh, so here's here's our new plan. If uh, the fictitious become becomes non-fiction. If the fictitious becomes the ficticker. We, we load up a car with a bunch of books <laughs> and then go into the mountains and then 
and hope that's enough. We are the nerdiest people ever. Like, if the zombies happen, we'll have our books. Yeah. That's what we need a collapse of society. Yeah. No. Oh man, what if my glasses break? I should get LASIK before the apocalypse. Yeah, it's it's a good plan. We've all seen the Twilight Zone episode. We all know what that one's about. Mrs. Hennessy showed it for all of us in eighth grade. Mrs. Hennessy was all of our eighth grade teachers, and we all saw the Twilight Zone episode where the guy's glasses break because he sleeps in a bank or whatever. I don't think I think there's more to it than that, but that's about right. <laughs> hey kids, don't sleep in banks. That's pretty good moral. Which uh that episode does not have a moral to it. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> no. The moral is that, you know what? Life sucks. And sometimes it gets worse. That's how the Twilight Zone is sometimes, though. Yeah, I've been on a, a, a fix myself. Sometimes you, sometimes you just meet people and they, and they, uh, they put you in a zoo. <laughs> it really do be like that sometimes, though. <laughs> it's, which is not, not a good episode for our current uh, predicament. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, the zombies have started already, haven't they? Uh, yeah, or, or more the, uh, oh, I'll, I'll be locked in this, sure, I'll be locked in this nice apartment. I'm I'm just waiting for uh, the, the, the walls to go away and to people be looking in on me. See, if the zombie apocalypse did happen, I, I might go to your apartment, because as we were just discussing before we started recording, I do worship your apartment as a deity, because it's, it has it has gone from being a living thing, just like, uh, just like all the different parts of it connect to one another because there's just like piles of stuff all over your apartment <laughs> and they communicate to one another because the piles have grown so complex that they've actually started to form like neural bridges and stuff. And that organism has evolved past the simple needs of like, you know, squirm around and reproduce and has now gone to become a god. Which I now worship, and my worship gives it power according to Kuatoa rules. Yeah, I've, uh, uh before recording, I, I opened various, I flipped essentially giant switches, <laughs> being curtains and doors and, and, uh, air systems. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, I, uh, this thing, uh, has power for certain. You're gonna wake up. In like at like two a.m. tonight, and find just like a glowing endoplasmic reticulum forming on your ceiling, just shooting off proteins into those Golgi bodies. I forget everything about cellular biology that I learned in middle school, and Lord knows I've forgotten the Krebs cycle. It becomes a, it, it becomes the power cell of my house. Yes, as as a uh, biological sciences type major. I did have to learn the Krebs cycle multiple times between the ages of, let's say, like, 11 and 24. And you know what? I cannot remember a single thing about any of the Krebs cycle uh, at all. It, it sounds like a, a like a, a Star Trek arc. It does. <laughs> like, you we know, are the Krebs. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's they, they invade for uh, they like, you know, take over the ship for three you know two episodes in the third episode they uh they go away captain what do we do about the krebs we have we make love to them are you sure yes but they're they're krebs sir i know 
Do that's we have, why we need to do it. Do we have any other 60s sci-fi shows to reference before oh, before we, we, we close up here? Does Gilligan's Island count? <laughs> uh, so, I, you're more familiar than I. What, what do you call their visitors and uh, various occasions of the island supernatural? Yes, absolutely. I think there are some episodes where there is literally a supernatural thing going on. Oh, really? Like, there's like, oh, it's the, the god of the island is here? Yeah, I'm pretty sure something like that happens. And then once they had a beauty pageant for some fucking reason. <laughs> there's like, <laughs> wow. So, uh, to, to, to wrap this all up, uh, which member of the, uh, which member of Gilligan's Island do you think is actually a zombie? Gilligan. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, three reasons, he, please. If he were a zombie, he wouldn't know. It'd be really funny to see him bite people. And also, the skipper is clearly the tastiest, and they're the ones that hang out the most. That's. I can't argue with that. All right. I feel like Gilligan would start it, but how would Gilligan start the zombie apocalypse on his eponymous island? He's he's the incompetent one, correct? Yes. So, so the, have you have you seen the have you seen the Gilligan Island? I've watched an episode or two. I've watched uh, most of season two. I I had it on DVD at some point. Yeah, I, I believe I watched an episode with you. Uh, there are there were, I believe there were Russians. Y- yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of episodes. Uh, the Russians land on the island and they uh like try to get their sub and they had like a drinking contest uh, with vodka and water. And uh, they were really drinking water while they were drinking vodka. And they switch switch the glasses in the end, and and they 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 finish by by having the water, and that was enough to put them over. Mm. I don't remember that episode, <laughs> but what I do know is that the way Gilligan would start the zombie apocalypse on Gilligan's Island would be just like he would find like a bird that had that was carrying the zombie plague, and it would just kind of hit a tree and die and he'd pick it up and feel really bad for it. But then just be like, if only there was some way I could take this bird with me forever. And then he'd eat it because <laughs> that's the kind of thing that Gilligan does. And then he would start having weird symptoms and the professor would be like, luckily I have a book and like an entire hospital that I brought with me to Gilligan's Island for no reason. And then uh, uh, Marianne and Ginger would go off and do nothing and be completely <laughs> useless characters because it was the 60s and women weren't allowed to be people yet. And then uh, and then Thurston Howell would be like, Bleh. and then everybody would be like, oh, Thurston, he's so cool. He'd be like, <laughs> uh, but he's not a zombie. That's just the way Thurston Howell is. And then Gilligan would be a zombie and then he would eat everybody and that's how it would happen. And then it would just be fine the next episode. So uh, three seasons, huh? Uh, I think maybe four. I, I think there was three and then like a halfer. And then there were like a couple of movies where they fought the Globetrotters or whatever. That's not what happened. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think that more people should fight the Globetrotters instead of playing basketball with them. Yeah. What is a Globetrotter? <laughs> what is the Globetrotters combat capabilities? I, I want to I see that those three Stooges antics <laughs> with like, you know, oh, catch the bomb. All right, who would win in a fight between the Globetrotters and the Three Stooges? I say the Globetrotters because there's many more of them. <laughs> there's many more of them, and they're competent at what they do. They've only lost, like, one game. And then, like, and 
like I remember reading about that thing where it's like the Harlem Globetrotters have only lost one game, and it's like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Who wants to go to a basketball game and see the same people win over and over? Also, a Twilight Zone wreck episode, but I digress. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. Well, well, I think we've looped enough times, and we should uh, bring this into the station here. Yeah. Yeah. No. This. Uh, we need to go and take the this uh, zombie train back to the zombie farm. Final. I believe. Uh, what do we call it? final rating place? The final rating place. Yes, where we lay we lay, lay this t- uh, topic to rest uh, with a final score. From what we discussed, their uh, efficiency, they're very friendly and all very, uh, I wouldn't mind a society with zombies in it, until I do mind it. So, half good? Maybe like a 6 out of 10? Uh, I'm gonna rate it on a different, funnier scale, but I forget what that bit was going to be when we planned this final rating place segment so instead uh, i will go ahead and give the zombies a zero out of ten because i no good uh, i i now fear them but not in like a physical way but more in like a societal way because they are uh better than us at being a society it's not, it's not a monster fear, but it's definitely scary. They're they're better than us, like ants are better than us. What if there was a zombie queen? Hmm. <laughs> and and, and you, you kill her and they all die? Yes, okay, so that's our situation. We need to... Alright, well that <laughs> we, bumped we it up a... to a 2, I think. <laughs> Actually, no, 10 out of 10 for for me. Uh, uh, do you think it's regressive that the zombies have a, 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 a monarchy? Um... If I were a zombie, I would say yes, but since I'm not, I will say no, because I want the zombies to fail. When it comes to identity politics, they seem pretty forward, so it, it's like, you know, it, it'd be a little unfortunate that they <laughs> have gone zombies that far, have, but then they're... Z- zombies have two genders, worker and queen. <laughs> yep, I, I will... I am fine with that system. That's one less than ants. Ants also have drones. And also it's way more complicated than that, but sure. Workers, drones, and queens. But that makes zombies less than ants, and that... Oh, gosh, I'm so confused. 10 out of 10 for zombies. <laughs> Let's leave the zombies to the ants. Yes. And, uh, all right. I guess uh, we'll be back next time with another uh, spooky monster as we uh, try and find monster rights. Well, actually, you know what? Uh, hat is our zombies monster right? This is a, a a question that I think we should that we propose every episode. Um, isn't that final rating place? Yes. Okay. We've rated well, them, so I guess a ten out of ten would be monster right. Yeah, they're monster right. All right. I well, I, I gave I, them ten out of ten. You gave them six. Yeah. So not my monster right. Mm. Needs a little more meat on those bones. I guess that works better for skeletons. Oh, right. Uh, needs... St- that needs... I'm not gonna... <laughs> Music nothing... by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. <laughs> we don't have our social media yet, but we will get there soon. Thanks for listening. Are we gonna stop this? I guess we're gonna stop this here. I think I made a Twitter handle for us. Did you make a Twitter handle for us? Because in that case, don't stop it yet. Okay, uh, I need to re- recall what it was. You can find us on Twitter at MonsterRightPod.
You can find us on Gmail one of these days. Uh, Twitter, I think, is all we need. Yeah, we only really Yeah. Need uh, it. Should we get Facebook? I don't think we need it. I don't think we need it. Who cares about Facebook? Hey, Twitter. Facebook, pay up. Then maybe we'll put a page on Facebook. All right. Uh, at MonsterPod to reach, reach out to us I, and suggest a monster of your choice. Brains. We never did. We never said brains. Brains.